0: Welcome back. This is Oscar.
1: And Chelly.
0: And today we are reportando oh. de...
1: Education. Educación. Educación.
0: So yeah, I guess just to clarify, I guess more specifically, kind of wanted to talk about our educational journeys mm-hmm. yes. and how uh, you know different or similar they were and how they kind of impact the way that we are today and how we are today. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and along the way, also talk maybe about some topics in general about education Mm -hmm. and the system. Yeah,
1: Yeah, yes, we, like Oscar has said before in the other podcast, uh, like every topic we talk about could be its own series. It could be its own podcast. So as much as we want to talk about everything about education and all our thoughts, We will try to just be very, like, talk about our educational journeys and maybe, like, sprinkle some of our own beliefs about education Uh, and things like that. But, again, maybe in the future we can create series about these topics. But, yeah, it's not – I just want to say that what we talk about is not just everything we we think, right? There's more to it. There's more conversations to be had.
0: Just a preview, yeah. Yeah. And this just kind of is making me think, if you're thinking about making a podcast you can make it about any one <laughs> of our episodes that we have done, and then invite yeah. us over so we can do <laughs> yeah, <seriously. laughs> encouraging others to yeah. also create their own stuff.
1: If you're so, in, if but you are into love, create a love podcast and invite if us. If you're
0: into education, <laughs> create an education podcast. If
1: you're talk, if you're all about family, create a podcast about family and have us over. Yeah, yeah.
0: but we'll we'll yeah. start it off. We'll start yeah. off the conversation. Um, yeah. Yeah, is there anything, I guess, we want to start off with?
1: I mean, you said our educational journeys, so Um, if you want to start with that... Sure. Yeah, tell us, Oscar, your educational journey. Yeah,
0: Yeah. um, I feel like to start it off, I think if you asked me at different times in my life what my Mm -hmm. educational journey was, I would kind of respond differently. Mm -hmm. So I feel like today, the way that I think about my educational journey is... Kind of like when I started to learn or when I started to kind of like, yeah, like learn. And so it's not necessarily formal education, but it includes formal education, I think. But, you know, I I remember going to school as early as like preschool, maybe like third. Sorry, I was like three years old. And I didn't realize at the time that that's actually kind of a little unique sometimes. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe depends on who you ask or depends on the person. But Yeah. uh, yeah, I went to it was like three or four. I was very small. And I went to school. It was like a Catholic school with nuns. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was one of my earliest memories, actually. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you
1: remember?
0: I remember the first day of school. Story time. (laughs) All right, so first day of school, my mom drops me off. Apparently, I was really excited to go to school. I didn't want to take my backpack off.
1: This was in East L.A., right? This
0: is in Boyle Heights. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, Boyle Heights, East L.A. Um, area. And yeah, my mom took me to school. They were saying that, hey, he really wanted to go to school. He had his big backpack. Obviously, I wasn't big enough. Like you could imagine the proportions, right? Yeah. The backpack big, <laughs> me just as big as the backpack yeah. and not wanting to take it off. I was excited. I wanted to go. I show up and my mom drops me off. There's like a counter, like a place kind of, you know, like you could imagine, uh, you know, when you go into the office and there's like a high kind of, I don't know what you would describe it countertop thing where you yeah. sign in. Uh-huh. So yes, she yes. signed in while they told me to go inside. And I go in there and for the, f- I remember this vividly. Wow. I remember being Core not hold, not held by my mom. It was the first time being let go and I was there by myself. And I cried. I was like, <laughs> I was scared. I was like alone in the world. It was almost like, it was, it was almost like a weird ritual type thing where I was like, you're, we're letting you go. Yeah. It's time. It's almost like the education at home or like what we could provide is kind of, we're transitioning it over to these people here. Dang. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause like when I think about and it, that feeling. that feeling of like now I'm moving into something bigger or, or I don't know, better. I don't know, better, but like you know, it's different. Different. And so yeah. I started crying because I didn't see my mom. I didn't feel my mom. I go outside, and she's there. Her. Yeah, no. she's there. She's like, I'm right here, but I do have to leave you. I have to go, and I was mm-hmm. like, eh, I didn't want to go. <laughs> I don't remember anything else after that. Besides yeah. that, I did eventually stay. I think we made some tam- uh, tortillas. I think we like. A swing. There was a swing. I remember seeing mm-hmm. somebody swing for the first time and be being amazed mm-hmm. and me thinking like, damn, I want to do that someday. And I did eventually do that. And I was very proud of myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where it starts. And I think it's a good starting point because it does kind of, you know, paint a picture of like how maybe the rest of my educational journey went. Yeah. Kind of like being transitioning into these sort of things. Yeah. Uh, each Part of my education was almost like a transition into a new world mm-hmm. and uh, and seeing things that were amazing and being like, damn, will I ever be able to do that? And then and then doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very vivid memory. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It is. Obviously I'm I'm adding a little bit of storytelling here. <laughs> I'm kinda adding some painting, pain you know, you can't take everything at face value, but that's how I remember it, right? And yeah. depending on the year that you asked me. I'm going to tell this story differently. <laughs> like the, the, yeah. the facts are about the same.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. I don't really remember my school education that much. I just remember like, of course, I feel like I have so many funny stories and I feel like those are the memories because I feel so embarrassed at that yeah. yeah. in my life. Um, but yeah, I just remember starting kindergarten. So I didn't go to pre-K or what now they call TK. Um I just went to kinder. I remember kinder, like, in my homeschool. You know, I've been living here in South LA, South Central for, you know, as long as I've been here. So, Were you born in
0: King or the King Hospital? No. No. I don't
1: know where I was born. Uh, I have to ask what hospital. But, hey, I'm not going to disclose that here in this podcast. (laughs) Well, now you guys know where I was born. (laughs) <laughs> you're funny. Don't. Uh, fund King, please. <laughs> I think it's still
0: open. Oh,
1: you're funny. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I feel like my, if I could just like be like, a, try to figure out like a similarity, I think I just remember, you know, my, not even my first day, but just kindergarten and just being able, I was, I, this is one thing I do remember about kindergarten learning how to use chopsticks. Oh wow. Yeah. We were sat down so our classroom was like one straight tables. Like five or six tables straight looking at the window and that was our kind of classroom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there was this particular time that she our Miss Lipson, um shout, shout out. out. <laughs> um, she was like, "Hey, we're going to learn how to use chopsticks." And we had and we used she beans and rice uncooked beans and rice so she how like told us how to use it and we just spent honestly like a good amount it seemed like an hour but a good amount of time just learning how to use chopsticks yeah Yep, and that was our learning i don't know if that was part of the like a certain like sensory motor skills thingy but i'm like man we were like being taught how to hold chopsticks yeah yeah she <laughs> yeah. was not
0: gonna allow you to be <laughs> uncultured
1: yeah seriously yeah. and now i know how to use chopsticks That's- i'm really well um yeah but that was interesting Now look back at that i also remember in kindergarten dressing up as a panda for halloween
0: Oh my God! We
1: and needing how, how and, yeah, and needing to go to the restroom, and I didn't know how to do how to untie <laughs> my panda costume. I didn't pee on myself, thank God, but yeah, I held it in.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah, I remember because we were watching a movie, and I'm like, Oh my God! I need was a it pee. like I a onesie or what was? It, it like, was like a onesie. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, and it was only like <laughs> tied from the back, like right here. So you had to untie it from here. Oh. And I think my mom put it too tight that I didn't know was it how like to. A
0: chest plate? No.
1: No, it was like a whole suit. A suit.
0: suit. Okay, yeah.
1: okay. So you just put it on from the... Uh, and then,
0: oh, and then and you then have then to side up here. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. And then like you have put it like this.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember for Cinco de Mayo, we had to dress up. Like, you know, so we I dressed up, my mom dressed me up. Yeah. And then we're doing a dance. So we're with our partner. And we were twirling each other. You know how you troll each other from... Ah.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: this guy freaking... Turn trolled me too hard and I fell in my underwear. Showed
0: no, <laughs>
1: those are the memories I have. That was your education, <laughs> that was my Being education. Trolled and... <laughs> oh oh man. man, but it's so cool how I. I like the memories I I keep. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. My brain is a funny brain because it only retains all the <laughs> funny, funny stories. the funny stories. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that that you kind of remember those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess me. I yeah. I don't know if I. There are some funny ones. I feel like I'm very like I I remember very like. Not like serious ones <laughs> but like yeah yeah ones that are very like oh it feels like a big deal you know yeah, like yeah. big deal ones <laughs> cool. Yeah. but um, yeah
1: but yeah so that's so yeah my education i think i well let's let's talk about our beliefs about education because we've talked about this
0: yeah like
1: like how our family view of education and how that shaped us yeah in our educational journey because yeah. we, like, we have like similar since we were in like in the same family. Right. You know, and we talked about the competitiveness. I think we've talked about yeah, this in we a have. different podcast. Um, but yeah, I, at least for me, my family and I think all, all first gen, I think,
0: mm.
1: you know, families. Because um, it really goes back to why our parents migrated or immigrated. That's a
0: great question, actually.
1: That's a... I think... And this is my it's story. a great question. Because <laughs> my parents... My dad only completed until fifth grade. Mm-hmm. My mom went to high school. So she mm-hmm. completed high school. But uh, I remember with my dad, he couldn't do more because, first of all, they live in a pueblo. Mm-hmm. So he can really... Couldn't go out and have a higher education and what I remember is that he had to work and Mm -hmm. he spent his whole childhood working so he would work and go to school but then he just left school and then started working with his dad Mm -hmm. with my grandpa with my mom she got most of the education to high school but again because they didn't have enough money to send my mom somewhere they couldn't do that like so it wasn't even an Mm -hmm. option for her to go to the ciudad, and pursue a higher education. Even though she wanted to, her dream was to Mm -hmm. be a nurse. So I was, so of course, my, you know, when my parents met, you know, my, they had their own stories, but they met, they wanted to leave because they knew that there were so many limitations. Mm -hmm. And when they came here, they, I think it was very ingrained in them that children will succeed, if you mm-hmm. have an education mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you go to school So that was instilled At least in me saying like You have to go to school Get good grades Education is gonna get you out Education Education is gonna Help you Do more than what we Are doing right now mm-hmm. So my, I, Even though like During my childhood I wanna learn how to Do costura Sewing mm-hmm. Cause that's was their trade My parents Yeah, trade. yeah that's her parents They yeah. never let me Learn mm-hmm. Now I'm like TikTok I want to know. Here I want to know. Doing all these things, I'm like I could have done something, you know. But it was more. It was very ingrained in them. Like you're not working. yeah. You're yeah. not gonna be like us. You're gonna do. You're gonna get good grades. You're gonna study because we want you to do more than what mm-hmm. we're doing. So yeah, I think that's where, the belief of, the instilling of that belief of like. Yeah. Giving, us what they couldn't have. At least my right, mom, for sure. Right, she right. wanted She wanted to pursue a higher education, but she couldn't because El Pueblo, the location, lack of resources. Right. She was a woman, so she was expecting oh, yeah. more to get married and have children right, right, than right. education. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Now her sisters who are like my age, they do. They did it. Mm-hmm. But that's because, you know, times changed. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah yeah i would yeah. say i don't know could i guess should i talk about my I yeah mean, yeah yeah your education um yeah your beliefs yeah yeah my beliefs well i, I kind of want to talk a little bit about uh that question about why did they come or why did they stay or mm-hmm. what was the the aura so i don't know too much about their journey besides that i know my dad both of my parents didn't really get a lot of formal education past maybe elementary school maybe i think my dad told me that he Um, also a background. So my my dad's uh native language isn't Spanish, right? Mm -hmm. He went to school to learn Spanish. Um, that's why you were sent to school, at least Mm -hmm. in his his experience. It was like you're you're going to school to learn Spanish, because Spanish is, you know, is probably the language you're gonna use in the city or whatever to work. Um so he was always kinda like uh I guess Spanish is a second language. Um which I think has impacted his life, and it has impacted mine in some ways. I can talk about it later. But, but yeah, that's kind of the background with him. And then my mom went to school. I feel like she probably went to school more than my dad, mm-hmm. just based off of what I see. And now as an educator, I mean, like, okay, yeah. based on what I see. <laughs> <laughs> certain people got certain things more than others. And um, But, yeah, I mean, my dad, my dad has a really interesting story because he – I guess they both are very traditional. They both came from a very traditional ideology of like they work and then they're going to get married and they're going to have kids and you just work, right? Like, so like education, I guess was part of that. I don't, I don't really hear them talk too much about it in their lives where they're like, Oh yeah. Like I wanted to go to school and like do this and that. Like Mm -hmm. it was more like, yeah, they told us to go to school, but it wasn't an option and we just didn't do it and we just worked. Mm -hmm. Um, But they got the opportunity to come to the u.s and i remember asking my mom just last week like so what's up because like you guys came to the u.s and then you guys left Mm -hmm. because they got married in in mexico so they met here and then they went back to mexico and they got married i was like but why like why did you decide to come back like why come back and she's you know kind of a similar answer she was like honestly because somebody told me that if you guys learn english it'll be a lot better like, your mm-hmm. lives will be better. So, or, like, you're going to get more opportunities. Mm-hmm. And she's like, honestly, I didn't know what else. This, mm-hmm. That was kind of it, really. Yeah. So, she's like, I think Theo's, maybe, like, you know, some of the other Theo's, yeah. Maybe some, maybe your dad, maybe, you yeah. know, Fiobeta or feel something. I
1: feel like our uncles were very, like.
0: The, uh, the uncles were very kind of, like, que aprendan inglés, mm-hmm. que vayan a la escuela, que this and, this and that. Go
1: to the States.
0: Yeah, and so that's why my mom was like, yeah, I guess that's kind of why we decided to come back. It wasn't, yeah, it was it was kind of because of that. Mm-hmm um and uh but they didn't have any plans or anything like oh this is what we're gonna do it was just kind of like we're gonna go we're gonna show up we're gonna put them through the system put them through the school system to so they can learn english and and they can have you know you know opportunities whatever it is that comes Mm -hmm. with that money because i think that's obviously a a thought in our families Mm because like you know you come from families that don't have a ton of money or you know but i mean everybody wants money too so Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um but, yeah, I guess that's that's from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I guess, uh, I don't know, I, I guess mean, my beliefs. I don't know if yeah. that, I, I didn't talk about my beliefs. Yeah. But I guess for me, I don't know. I mean, I guess they, my parents were big on, like, yeah, the same thing as you, I guess. They were like, yeah, you need to stay in school. You need to make sure you're on top of your stuff. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, and I, I guess, yeah, it just that's just what it was. It was just, like, we just had to do that. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't do that, you were seen as, like, a bad person. And I know they would compare us to other people, too, right? Oh, yeah. They would start to do the, like, ah, ese... Sometimes it would be, like, somebody who would be, like, oh, mira, esa persona juega esto. Or sometimes it would be the, the negative. Mm-hmm. It'd be, like, y mira, esa persona no está estudiando. Like, mira lo yeah. que está pasando. So it's, like, so education was kind of a, a way to, you know, te- like, kind of, it was, like, a gauge used for, like, your... Mm-hmm your outcome, like what your outcome was going to be. The more educated you were, they were like, the better you're going to be off. The less educated you are, um, Mm -hmm. the less off you're going to be. And that was kind of like the thought that I have. And I still have that belief, actually. I I would say that that belief is I am. Mm -hmm. I still believe that Uh, the only thing that has changed is that um, formal. I believe that formal education isn't the only education Mm -hmm. and that people are constantly being educated. Mm -hmm. Some are some are more accepted than others. Mm -hmm. And. So I guess, yeah, but I still true. believe that I do believe that that. I yeah
1: ah yeah that's a good question. I think I do too, and it's interesting the way you said it. Like what's a like a gauge or a bridge to like better outcomes. I feel like education was like the key to like it was like the saving grace, like mm-hmm. it was my savior, like yeah. and it and honestly I don't know where it was instilled. I don't know if it was my family if it was, like, seeing the, the the news or even going to school. But I always thought, like, if I have a good education, if I get straight A's, if I make it out of South Central, mm. I will save my family.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I will give my family the best life. Mm-hmm. And again, like, that was, like, middle school, high school, where this ideology of, like, oh, if I go to a really great school, mm-hmm If I go to a good, like, top school of L.A. or California or, you know, later on in high school I learned about all these other states and good private colleges, like, I'm going to have a good life and I'm going to give my family what they deserve, you know, for Mm -hmm. their sacrifice, you know. And I I felt like that was, like, a theme throughout my elementary to high school. My parents sacrificed themselves to be here. So I have to do my best. Mm-hmm. I have to get A's. I have mm-hmm. to get recognized accomplishments, all these certifications, you mm-hmm, know, merits yeah. that um the school provided. I have to get all of those. Mm-hmm. I have to get to a good school, so I can so it can reflect my parents' sacrifice. That they didn't do this with um in vain. Yeah, know? yeah. And then. College came and I was like, what? You did. You did, you did get into <laughs> a then, good school. And then college came and I was like, <laughs> yeah. But the, the, that's the thing. And talking now about school, yeah. teachers influence and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, teachers have the best intentions. Mm-hmm. But there are some teachers that are very old school. And there are some teachers that are very racist. And there are some teachers mm-hmm. that are just like, they want you to succeed as a brown person or as a minority. Mm-hmm. But they don't really give you the tools to succeed after high mm-hmm. school. I or after a community. Yeah, or yeah. within or outside the community that you mm-hmm. are being cultivated and fostered and mm-hmm, taken mm-hmm. care of. Because I felt like in high school I was taken care of by my community. Mm-hmm. And again, I school, was lucky. I was lucky to receive that type of like um of like help from teachers and for teachers to see my gifts and to see my strengths. But Mm -hmm. I feel like at the same time, I wasn't prepared to be in a school where there were white people. (laughs) There were different types of um, ethnicities and different socioeconomic status. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what crushed that really, like, made me realize, man, I'm smart in South Central. I'm smart in my high school, but I'm not smart at...
0: UCLA mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah 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 yeah, yeah no, UCLA for
1: sure. during the time that I went and again because I was influenced and I was encouraged to I decided to major in biochemistry
0: Jesus.
1: and I'm like I, now looking back I'm like what the fudge Chelly like why why? Oh. why but again because we're oh. instilled that you need to be a lawyer you need to be a doctor or yeah, you need yeah, to be yeah. someone like in those, I think those two, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know what else. Yeah, those two for me, it was doctor or lawyer and I'm like, lawyer, I don't know anything but I had really supportive biology, yeah, chemistry yeah. teachers, you know, like, now you talk about bio on, teacher. Yeah. The oh. Coach, oh, yeah. you know, Mis- he was yeah. all about Shout out Mr. Channel, Mr. Channel.
0: Um,
1: rest in peace. R.I.P., yep. Yeah yeah and he and that made me be like hey i want to represent this yeah so biochem but then when i got there i was like fudge calculus i end up dropping calculus one Mm -hmm. because i'm like i can't do this I think by week four, I was like, I don't understand these integrals. I don't understand the concept, the theory. I thought we're just going to solve problems because I'm good at that. But no, you have to understand the theory of it. And I'm like, no, check out. So I dropped that class. Mm -hmm. Then chemistry. It was organic chemistry, I think I had. I got a D in that class. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fudge. And that was like the first time I got a D. And I was, like, crushed. My self-esteem, my comparison just increased there. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I got kicked out of, I got kicked out of UCLA.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything that you talked about right now. <laughs> I mean, you, you kind of, I, I was kind of, I mean, I'm a teacher. So when you yeah. said, you know, teachers don't prepare you or didn't get you, I felt the same way, too. In fact, when I got to Stanford, the same thing, by the way, I went to Stanford. Um, and same thing. And, and uh, you know, now I realize, yeah, like the teachers teach you what they know mm-hmm. and what they are capable mm-hmm. of teaching. Yeah. I mean, really, it's a system. It's a system that, I mean, I'm, I can talk so much about this. I gotta talk about yeah. so much about this. But, yeah. you know, money, like the money that schools get, the money that's in the community. The resources, because it's interesting to hear your, your 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 kind of experience at UCLA, because my thought was like, well, you know, you could have, you know, there's part of me that's like, oh, you know, you, you could have gotten some support. But mm-hmm. I have a feeling that UCLA didn't have the kind of support you needed mm-hmm. to be a bio. Because you like when I hear people say, I want to be a biochemist, I want to hear this. Like, you should do that. Like, you should want to feel that. And you should feel empowered to do that. And I think maybe that's what your teachers were trying to do at, mm-hmm. at Manual Arts. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing because you can be whatever you want to be. It sh- yeah. There should be no limitations. Mm-hmm. The problem is you get to UCLA or you get to some of these other schools. Not to – UCLA is a good school. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go to some of the other schools, some of the state schools. Actually, some of the state schools even have some good supports too. But yeah. But, like, you get to some places like that and it's like you need a lot of support. It's a lot of support, and, like, some of the schools put that money, and, again, money, right, staffing, programs to get people up, if they're really dedicated to that, because it's a gap. It's, it's inevitable. It's, like, yeah. it's, it's unfortunate to say, but, yes, you're right. You went to Manny Arts. If you compare yourself to the person that went to El Camino High, Taft High School in the Valley, like, yeah, you're different. Like, even though you got a 4.2, that person who got a 4.2, The curriculum is different. Like they're going through some more advanced topics. They're getting, they're actually getting through the curriculum that is in the book, you know, and uh, they're getting tutors because I've been a tutor for some of those kids. You know, they're getting that extra support that we just, you know, like. We don't get it. We don't get it. We do what. We don't get it. We kind of do what we, you know, what we got. And And I I
1: think that's the belief that got crushed during UCLA mm -hmm. because I, in my whole life, thought my merit will get me through everything. Me studying and getting an A is going to get me somewhere. Yeah. Me going to class, perfect attendance. Me participating is going to get me there. But I realized at UCLA that that's only 10%. Because mm-hmm. then you need the resources. Mm-hmm. You need the network. You need, like... You needed a background, basically, because I remember going... Mm -hmm. No, shout-out first, you know, because you said, oh, I have support. Yeah, I did have... Mecha
0: was a a a support system. Like, amazing.
1: Shout-out to Mecha UCLA. That's what Mecha is there for. Mecha, amazing. The only thing about the thing that I saw is that most of my mentors weren't in the science. They were were more in the the humanities, like political science, Mm -hmm. sociology, like those... So, I was basically one of the few mm-hmm. um, that was in that science. And mm-hmm. I did have other friends, but they were in different, they were in the life sciences, you know? So it was very different. And I did have like two or three other friends who were also Hispanic who were in that, mm-hmm. who were also like with me in biochem. Mm-hmm. But again, different, different things, different experiences and yeah, yeah. different journeys. Yeah. But yeah, I realized that, yeah, like I went to, the peer counseling and then they told me hey you're not doing so good either change your major to a not a science major or change it to a soft science Mm -hmm. you know and soft science means like it's yeah bio or like another like something neuroscience like something else that is not biochemistry because that was like a hard science yeah yeah and then I'm like, and I remember being so like, why are you discouraging me? This is the first time someone mm-hmm. is like, telling not, me to telling not me to like follow my settle. dreams. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, and so I asked why? And he's, and then this person just told me, honestly, the people that you're competing with at UCLA, they're international students. Yeah. They are, if they're international, they receive a different education and they're they want it they really want it and they'll Mm -hmm. do everything they can to get it so they'll get Mm -hmm. the A's then you have the people that had tutoring Mm -hmm. great SAT scores all of this given to them all these resources and then he even told me you came from and you know you lack resources Mm -hmm. so you can you can do it but it's gonna take you six or eight years Mm -hmm. to graduate and when he said that, I'm like, fudge. Nah. That it was so discouraging. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And um, then I started looking at different sciences. I'm like, oh, neuroscience sounds good. But no, I still have to take biochem or the other yeah, sciences yeah. or calculus. And I'm like, ah, oh, fudge. And then at the end, I'm like, oh, maybe psychology.
0: Yeah, I yeah. I didn't
1: like psychology because I took an intro. And then, I like, and then my, one of my friends was doing sociology. And I'm like, oh, she seems to enjoy it. I'm going a, I'm to a go into it. Yeah, yeah. So then I switched my major, started doing those recs. But at that time, as I was getting my grades up, they told me that I was uh, in probation. And then financial stuff happened that I couldn't pay for my books. Y yo de pendeja. Oh, don't say, don't say that.
0: Stupid. Don't
1: say that. At that time. Yeah. Or very, I would say it's very egotistic because I was my ego. Cause I didn't ask for help. I just said I want to prove to everyone that I can do it on my own. Mm-hmm. So then I said, like, I don't need books. I can I can pass these classes without <laughs> yeah, books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Realizing I'm <laughs> no, I need those books. Cause then every freaking homework. Yeah, yeah. But also those free books,
0: free- how much?
1: Are expensive. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's not set and up for you to want books. <laughs> it, and
1: there were people that could have reached out, but again, my ego was like, no, I can do this alone, and I got C's. But at the end, that was not enough for, like, the point system of the probation. Yeah. And then I got dismissed. I was, I had a meeting, got dismissed. Remember crying to my mentor met And I'm like, I'm going to reappeal. I reappealed. They said no. And yeah. then, yeah, I had to leave.
0: Yeah. And I
1: didn't tell my parents any of this, this process. Yeah. Until I had to call them, because I was living on campus. I had to call them and be like, me puedes recoger me voy a mover a la casa and they're yeah. you like know, why porque ya no voy a estudiar aquí and they're like why and they're like I um, le digo and then my dad came mm-hmm. he picked me up and I get emotional of course yeah and I'm getting
0: emotional <laughs> and <laughs> Is then there your on story? the way
1: I was like my dad was like oh so what happened Mija and I'm like I'm sorry dad like yeah like I couldn't do it I got F's and they kicked me out man ya no ya no puedo estar ahí me corrieron and then he's like well what's your plan now and I'm like I don't know and then and then my dad he was like it's okay huh? you'll figure it out mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my gosh and then he's like why didn't you tell us and I'm like because like you already gave so much to to like for me to be here and I don't want you to worry about money because during that time was the recession and Mm -hmm. my parents were homeowners so they had a lot to deal with the whole like foreclosure the whole Mm -hmm. like close to foreclosure and they were just trying to like get like talking to the bank a lot and all that stuff so then I didn't want them to worry about it and then he's like no had like we'll do whatever it takes for you to 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 succeed like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but we want you to like we want you to um to do good things and then he said he just told me like next time something like this happens doesn't matter if it costs us a lot of money we'll get through it and yeah Mm -hmm. and then after that i you know i took my break i had like a little mental breakdown Uh, i feel like i was depressed but i got myself up and I started all over again with a new, with a new belief in education because then I think being dismissed really showed me that damn like I blame myself for a while but then at the same time I realized that there systems at place mm-hmm. because then during that during the dismissal there was a girl in front of me she was white also we shared kind of a little bit of our story so we're in the same thing and then we were kind of like encouraging each other like good luck hopefully you get reappealed or something like that and then she's like okay so she went she came out and she said she was so happy she's like i'm gonna stay i'm gonna stay and i'm like cool and i'm like oh my god our stories are similar you know, she changed her major. Now she's doing good. Maybe me too. I changed my major. I'm getting good grades. I receive references from sociology mm-hmm. professors saying that I can that do I can. really good. Mm-hmm. So I go there, and the lady's like, no, I'm sorry. You can't come back. Mm-hmm. You can't. And I'm like, why? Because like, I think you need time to think about your, your, your career and think about yourself. You should really think about, like, where you want to be at. And I'm like, well, I want to be a sociology major. Didn't you read the letters? Like, no, our decision is no. But you can come back in a year. But you're not going to get financial aid. And I'm like... That means that you don't want to... Yeah, and then I'm like... And then they had, like, this... I'm sorry, UCLA. I'm sorry for people no. that are... No, they need, okay, to, do they no, need sorry, to do better. No, <laughs> they <laughs> no, need to do better. No kidding. They need to do better. but I mean, UCLA is a good institution, Institution, but I feel that it's some, there's some BS in that, you know, because, uh, and again, it could be the person that was, that, you know, they have their own beliefs and stuff and we're very biased, but they have like a, what's it called? I mean, Re- they... Yeah. Re something program where you can go back
0: yeah yeah like um Um, retention
1: program they have a retention program and so they told me about that but it's like at that time again i'm very like i know what i want and i'm like i changed my sociology major i am this i i know what i need to do now and i have really great support system because i found professors who really like they really, like, helped. And, you know, sociology mm-hmm. so professors, they know the system, you know? Yeah, so yeah, were, there's, yeah. So, I, when I asked for references, they really talked to me about, like, hey, like, you know, I really hope you get in. And they even told me, like, if you don't, just know that you are, you can do whatever you can, you know? So, they yeah, were yeah, kind they of, like, to... encouraging me. Um, and then, at the same time, like, man, I wonder why they're telling me if I don't. Because in my head is, like, I will, you know? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But, at the same time, it's, like, maybe they just knew the system you know Yeah. and yeah
0: that sounds like a terrible system yeah and
1: then I was so in denial so you know after a talk with my dad I still continued to go to UCLA and like just get be in classes um, with my friend who was also a sociology major because I felt like I I was supposed to be there Mm -hmm. until finally I said that no like I can't just pretend to be a student Yeah. So yeah, so I took some time off. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's.
0: Oh, (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: but I mean it. I mean, even though that lady, because it was a lady, said those things, I'm like, hey. I went to El Camino College. I went to Santa Monica College, because I wanted to be close to UCLA. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Then I'm like, no, took a year off. Went back to school, to El Camino College. Then I got transferred to a private Christian university, which is its own little thing there. But I felt I got a lot of support there. Then that's where I knew I wanted to be a social worker. And I got accepted to USC. And I became a social worker. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, wow, I'm here. Yeah. I did it. But yeah it was a lot of i can i can't really share a lot you know because i want oscar to have more time <laughs> again we share. can have
0: a whole another but whole I mean, podcast
1: really those those experiences in mm-hmm. my educational journey really shaped what i think about education because i was that type of person of like I would look down on people who went to a community college. Mm-hmm. I would look down on people who didn't have a 3.5 GPA or higher. Mm-hmm. I was those type of people. So I feel like there maybe it was like a humbling experience, you know, mm-hmm. the universe being humbling. But at the same time, it made me realize that, hey, like, we can give 100% the responsibility to an individual, you know, the system at place also plays a part. Mm-hmm. So if if a child is failing, we can blame only on the child. We have to look at everything around them, mm-hmm. and I think during my time in private school, and I was a sociology major. I really, I had really good sociology professors who made me see that. And I'm like, yeah, and that's why I wanted to become a social worker, because mm-hmm. there's a. It's not just the person. It's not, we can't just say, like, oh, they don't have money. It's their fault they don't have money. Mm-hmm. No. There's there a lot reasons. of systems in play. You know? Intersectionalities that result to someone not having money. People need money.
0: Mm-hmm. People want people money. People
1: want money. So there's a, there's a reason why people are not getting money. You know? There's so a lot of reasons. Like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or even, like, higher education. I remember doing a lot of research about retention, because of course you know I came from that space. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then woman, and feminism, you know, and intersectionalities with feminism. But yeah, and then yeah, and then here I am, and then when I got into schools to for mental health. Yeah. But I think during my time being a crisis therapist, I really ha- I really like help children to, maybe like really think about those beliefs about education too because Mm -hmm. some high school especially high achieving high functioning high schoolers have those thoughts of like I need to get the A's I need to go to the best school Mm -hmm. I need to do it I need to do it and I'm like you really don't Mm -hmm.
0: yeah or yeah or even if you I mean yeah you don't you don't need you any of You really other, don't. If you, you, want, really t- if you yeah, want. If you want it. Yeah, if you want,
1: you can, but you don't need. need to do it, yeah. You don't need. That's the thing.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I think, think that's, we're yeah.
1: instilled in somewhere in our system. We're instilled yeah, that we yeah. need to do this huge or big, <laughs> drastic accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. Accomplishment. But if you want to, of course, yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. But you don't need to. You don't have to, like, have anxiety attacks, panic attacks, suicidal ideation, because you need to get those A's mm-hmm. because you need to get accepted to these high top schools. Yeah. But mental health, um, yeah, that's another <laughs> intersectionality with ed- education. Yeah, but yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. There's, there's so much there.
1: Yeah. But Oscar, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I felt well, like I just want to thank you
0: for sharing <laughs> that. That was amazing. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm so sorry about that. That's. Because it's nobody deserves, everybody deserves to have, I think as an educator, when I hear stories like that, again, reinforces the idea of like, there are systems at play that are not fair Mm -hmm. and that benefit certain people over others. And as an educator, you know, you're always trying to dismantle those, you're always trying to change things in your classroom and the way you talk to students and the way you you do things because yeah, even just that process that they had for you, Mm -hmm. that process is not it's not empowering. It was Mm -hmm. disempowering you. Mm -hmm. It was telling you no you cannot do this. And no we're not gonna give you the resources to get you there. Because that's what a true that's what it means to truly understand the systems at play and dismantling them. But Mm -hmm. they were not I mean they're part of the system. Mm -hmm. UCLA and all these schools are part of it. So yeah, it just makes me very upset and furious, and and uh, and yeah. I mean, I can I can talk a little bit about my experience um, because it, I didn't get dismissed from Stanford, but you know, I also had very bad grades too. I wasn't an A student anymore, and it did sort of creep into my identity a little bit. About because I think, like you said, we were kind of like I'm an A student or I'm I'm the smartest in, you know South Central or whatever. But amongst these people, I am not. Mm-hmm and and that's tough because you're like damn i'm just a normal person or maybe below average not even average you're kind of below average um but i guess for me i don't know what it was i think first of all i think i will have to acknowledge though that at stanford there were there there's just more money Mm -hmm. so i think i talked to some of the other people that were going to college around the same time i was going to and you know some of them were struggling in, in their respective colleges too and some of them were getting the support and some of them were not. And I know some people, you know, ended up leaving them or transferring to other places because it was just tough for a lot of kids. And, you know, and these are students who were like the top of the top, you know, top of the class. Um, but, you know, I had Stanford. I also had, you know, like the one boy scholars program at NAI. So there was all these things that I think looking back at it, I'm like, those were the things that kind of kept me, you know, I was like by a shoestring. Right. But it was it was not easy and it definitely took a toll on how I thought about myself. Uh, I think mental health is an important part of education. Uh, it was the first time, and again, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was like, resources, right? It was the first time I got to go to a therapist freshman year. It was added Centro Chicano. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, you talk to the other people about that at other schools, and it's like, no. no. And Dude. we had a Centro Chicano therapist shout out to that lady i forget her name she went to oregon i remember i don't know why i remember that <laughs> <laughs> she was a phd latina uh-huh. therapist you cool. know and i was like yeah like this is awesome like i got therapy for the first time there and i got to talk a lot about my family so a lot of these mm-hmm. conversations about my family my dad my mom I had a lot of them during that year um and i think it helped me i think it did help me because i think i refrain i think i was able to reframe do some reframing you know we talk about reframing now and i didn't know it at the time that that's what i was doing but i did i think i think it helped me a little bit to reframe uh the whole thinking not thinking of myself as somebody who's really dumb because that's Mm -hmm. not true and again kind of like trying to pick up on other parts of my identity right like like i'm from south central i have a lot of knowledge about where i'm from and my family has a lot of rich cultural knowledge about a million things but you know, so some of those things kind of kept me intact, mm-hmm. kind of kept me there, and um, I thought about leaving. Actually, I thought about taking a year off, mm-hmm. and my mom and my dad were like, "What is no? You're like, you're not gonna do that, this and that." And I thought about taking a break because honestly, it's it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. So even if I didn't get dismissed, I think you know you feel it. You're like, you need a break. Like this is too much. The stress of school, being around people who are not like you. I mean, being around people who even Latinos. You know, Mm -hmm. some of the Latino, Hispanic community, you know, there's maybe a few there that you kind of connect with, but a lot of them come from privileged backgrounds, too, Mm -hmm. you know. And so, yeah, that on top of the classes, on top of not knowing what you're going to do because you're 18, 20 years old, Mm -hmm. right? Like You don't know what you're doing Mm -hmm. and you're put on the stage to make these big decisions and you feel like you said, right, like I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to have it figured out. And it's so much. It's Mm -hmm. so much. So, you know, I thought about taking a break. Um, There were some people, alumni, who were like, you should consider taking a break. Maybe you can work here, work here with us, do this. And there was a part of me that was kind of like that ego, right? It was kind of like, no, but I got to finish. I got to do it. it, Because there's a part of me that was saying that if I left, I wouldn't come back. Mm. And that's what my parents told me, too. They're like, yeah, we feel like if you leave, you're not going to want to come back. And i was like damn really and i was like i don't know again i don't know if it would have been true or not yeah but that fear was really real like it's like mm-hmm. yeah maybe they're right like maybe i'm gonna leave and i'm gonna like it not being there and at the time i didn't realize you know maybe it would have been okay you know it, it was gonna be okay if i didn't yeah. come back but at the time you're like no 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 like i need to finish i need to get it all done like it needs to happen and, and like i need to continue with the path and and um you know, I stayed. I finished. I, I don't know how you, in Spanish, like, a panzazos. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> pasas como, yeah. It wasn't pretty. Just
1: do it. Just to do just it. Just do it
0: to do it, it to do it. To get it, get it done. done. That mm-hmm. was the, that was the mentality.
1: Drag yourself.
0: Drag you yourself across done. the finish line. Yeah. And then, guess what? You have to figure out what comes next. And then. <laughs> and then you got your master's. And then I got my <laughs> master's. And I also dragged myself through that one as wow. well. You know, I I put myself through a beating. I beat myself. And then I taught for five years.
1: Still in the education system. Still in the education
0: system. Still getting really upset. And I finally got to take a break, like, last year, this whole year, really. Isn't that crazy? It's it's crazy. It's ridiculous, you know. And sometimes I beat myself up about this year that, like, oh, I should, you know, I'm, like, not working. But, again, that's part of, I think, part of my beliefs about education or about just how I do things. It's, like, just push through, just push through. Hmm. But... Again, it's not healthy because you, you, you put yourself through things that then you're not happy. You're just going through life being unhappy about the things Mm -hmm. and you're not putting a hundred percent and you're not as passionate about the things that you're doing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is another side of the story, Yeah. right? Going through it, you don't feel good about it. You're at 50% all the time, 20% and that's what you're giving. And then everybody's kind of like, eh, like, okay, like, and, and, you know, granted, people were really understanding, right? Like at my master's program, you know, they pass you, they don't really have grades. Again, they're in education school, so they're like, okay, Oscar, like, you know. But, you know, there was a lot of, there was a few times where my teachers were like, yeah, bro, you're not, you're giving us kind of bad work. Like, or you're not putting in, you know, but they didn't say it because they were, I think, afraid to be racist or something. I don't know. Like, I feel like at Stanford, it's, it's interesting because they are trying really hard to get you through. Yeah. So they are really like putting a lot of effort. They're not trying to discourage you. But like at some point you, you know, even even me I was like, okay, I appreciate the support. Yeah. But also like you know, like I wish somebody I kind of wanted somebody to be like, okay, I'll, you can take a break, you know, yeah. like, maybe you can take a, you know, maybe, maybe I needed somebody to dismiss me almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it was, it was, so you're
1: not going to quit. I'll fire you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause
0: I, and that's the thing about my, I guess maybe that was my also thinking in education. It was like, you don't, you don't quit. Mm-hmm. You don't quit. Mm-hmm. You grind it out. I still kind of have that a little bit. And I, I catch myself sometimes, but I'm just that kind like that was the kind of person that I was like, you don't give up. Grit, right? You have that grit because yeah. that's, oh, yeah, that that's, that's where you're from. That's where you're from. You gotta, you know, do that and um but yeah, all of that to say that um what was I gonna say? I mean, yeah, it's just that's kind of the journey. The journey, like it's just kind of pushing through, pushing through. I got my very last class that I needed to graduate, I got a D minus in that class. I was a complete asshole to the teacher. Um, sorry Mr. Teacher. Sorry Miss Lady. Miss Lady. So I was being Ms. professor. Yeah, yeah. And I you know, probably being a little sexist. Probably, there's probably some of that a little bit in there. Mm-hmm. I I you know, mm-hmm. as I analyze myself. Damn. Uh, we gonna talk about was, another uh, podcast. She uh but she was also but I also appreciated her so much because she was yeah. She was like, "Yeah, bro, this is this is ass. Like, you're turning an ass work." And she was not afraid to like um, I think I yeah, she was not afraid to call me out which I appreciate I appreciated it and at the same time I'm like well like get like help me out like I don't know like I don't know what I'm doing like I don't know and I'm trying to go to these office hours I'm trying to do this and it's just like there's so many things and it's not working and and I got upset at her and I think I got I don't know like I, we had these conversations and I think she passed me because of those conversations because she was like okay you know what whatever but she was like, I'm going to give you a D minus because that's – honestly, it should have been an F probably because there were some times that I didn't even turn in. And I was kind of like threat- – I was a little threatening actually. I was like, you need to just pass me. Like it just needs to happen. Like I need to graduate. Damn, I need to get the Stanford degree and
1: – I don't know this sounds.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there was like – and then there was those white people. So like there was a white guy at the public policy department who was like – Oh, so what are your plans for next year? And I was like, Well, I was gonna plan to apply to grad school. He looked at my grades, like, No, I don't think you, you, you got the grades. I was like, No, I, I, I'm gonna do it again. My ego, right? He's like, No, I think it's, I think, I think I'll be fine. Um yeah. And uh, and I did get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, is it good in terms of equity? In terms of giving me an opportunity? Yeah, you get more brown in there. Yeah. <laughs> but am I prepared right like yeah. that whole thing like are you prepared are you set up for success are you do you have the resources around you they don't provide them like ooh. they get you in there ooh. but but they're not there and and like now I think now if I were to do something like that I know I need resources I know I need this I know I need, I know I need that and even now I'm still figuring it out because I'm doing some things where I'm like I need support and I'm like figuring out how to get that support yeah. and I'm being more patient with myself and I'm mm-hmm. being more like ooh, Oscar. but it's it's you know, it's it's a battle. It's a it's a it's a, it's a war out there it that is. you're fighting.
1: And Oscar, yeah. we need to continue this conversation. Yes, we do. We need to continue. We need to continue it, period, because there's so much to talk about. Because then, when I hear your story, I hear about like these these kind of like contradictions in being a minority. It's like you have to prove. You know, you have to like be in those spaces, get yourself in those spaces, but at the same time, at what cost, at the cost of your mental health, at the cost of your own happiness, at the cost of all these other things, that is yourself, you know, Right. and you know, I'm really proud of us, for quitting our jobs, (laughs) (laughs) yes, yeah,
0: yeah, (laughs) Yeah. for you transitioning, yeah, yeah, yeah. for me taking a break, you know, no, but you're also transitioning uh,
1: too, yeah, and also just like that, that idea of quitting or the idea yeah. of giving up or the idea of, tr- of changing plans, mm-hmm. right? We we That's another thing that was instilled in us. Like, we have to finish what we started. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. honestly, our parents are not quitters. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Well, if that's, well. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> okay, define <different laughs> quitting, right? Uh, different, but but it's like just it. them being here and still working <laughs> and still doing the thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. But yeah. Let's wrap it up just because, um, yeah, AI, yeah, let's do it. Um, one thing that I do want to say in just talking, there's so much to talk about, so we'll do another podcast because I think mm-hmm. it's so necessary. Because I feel like we touched on certain things that we can talk more about, mm-hmm. like, and I have a lot of questions after hearing you. So oh, you yeah, we can just like continue the conversation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But one thing I want to say is that we're all in our different journey so if there's young a younger generation like the gen oh, z oh they are there
0: is there there, there is one is, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> there and is one they
1: have if you have those beliefs yeah as we did when we were in high school middle school and even like when we entered college of like i have to get an a i have to go to the top schools i have To get these scholarships, I have to, I have to, you know, Mm -hmm. the have and need. You're in your own journey, and honestly, you don't have to. Maybe you're not gonna understand that right now, but I just want you to be kind to yourself. And if by any chance you're experiencing panic attacks or having negative thoughts about yourself while in high school or in school in general, even college, because you need to there's an expectation for you to meet i really encourage you to seek um, help if it's like a community like mecha if it's a community like another organization that helps you out like peer counseling or even professional help like a therapist uh, at school you know if you go to stanford you know you know centro chicano um if you go to Uh, UCLA, Mecha, or another... uh, There's a lot of clubs in UCLA there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then they have their own health center there. Um, I know other community colleges and even Cal States have their own wellness center, health center, where you can seek professional help, self-therapy during grad school at USC, and they were amazing. I had group therapy. (laughs) And then there were a lot of mindfulness classes there too, so you can take those as well. But yeah, I mean, we're all we're all on a journey, yeah. you know, and hopefully you, you're you doing what you like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. You enjoy what you're doing.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I guess just, just to end it end for, it for my, my, I guess my final my thoughts, thoughts are also these journeys, thoughts. they're journeys for a reason, yeah. you know. We are where we are. We end up, we always end up where we need to be. Yeah. So yeah. even if you're going through a tough time, it's, it's, not <laughs> it's not forever. It's not forever. It's not forever. And, uh, you know, things 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 kind of go up and down and they get better. And they can get better with support and they can, you know, and they will get worse sometimes when you, you know, sometimes –
1: because you know, life it, happens. life, happens, life happens, happens. Things happen. Unexpected of, things. Yeah, out of your control. Yeah, you go to Yeah, but you know. I, I guess just saying
0: it, it we, we are talking about education. Yeah. I, I do think education, education, mental and mental health education in general is. Is a is a good tool, and understanding that the systems of education sometimes are not the. The most inclusive or the most fair, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you are an educator or if you're in positions of power, I don't know if you're listening, do better. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about supporting our kids and and telling them to go get help, but also, you know, from the top down, like, we can do things to support people as well.
1: And that's creating community. Educators need to create community. I know that teachers tend to be the mental health workers, the parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have so many roles. There are people like your PSW, the counseling, make friends with them, make friends, have that, that relationship because if you, yeah, I feel like in order to help
0: children, you have to create your own community and the system. Also help yourself, help yourself, help help yourself first, (laughs) help yourself first,
1: self-care, yeah. Yeah, because I know
0: people are, there's,
1: of course, there's limitations, there's things that are out of your control because of the system, because of the employer, because of like, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, you have help as well. There is a community for you out there as well. Yeah, you're not alone.
0: Yeah. You can uh, message us at... Just kidding. <laughs> no messages actually we won't support you <laughs> uh, uh, Okay that's a weird way to end. Anyways, thank you everybody for listening. <laughs>
1: yes you guys are doing a great job educators like we just have to we, we just need to do better and just learn keep learning you, you know we're all growing even if we're in our late 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, there's always things to learn. Always things to learn and, you know, build a community, you know. Yeah. Okay.
0: Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.